address a few things on this podcast so last week's episode with the dear dear Sadaf while a beautiful episode you know beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. it wasn't at the audio level we would want it to be and even today's is not because spoiler alert Josh and I are sharing one mic it's again true. it's true so I don't know how to set up two mics to record in person if anyone out there knows if you're listening right now please help us <laughs> yeah this is a call for help this is a crisis <laughs> um but it's fine i'm gonna figure it out and we're really gonna get through this because i <laughs> am a stickler for proper Perfection. audio yeah. yeah josh how are you you know what <laughs> i'm good it was a busy weekend i feel very like tired sun kiss thank you i'll take that <laughs> i i did because gyms are now open <gasps> And I was really excited to go, and I got my stuff ready earlier, and then I realized that I don't remember my lock combination. For the locker? For, the, yeah, my, like, individual lock. Okay, so I went to the gym. Yeah. Earlier earlier today. Oh, my God. And I went to the one down the street, so I just walked with mm-hmm. everything that I needed, and I just brought my AirPods yeah. and my phone and my keys. But I didn't venture into the locker room. I guess that would be a smart decision for me. I'm very much like in and out. Yeah. I just, at some point, I'm going to have to remember that lock. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember the combination, or I'm going to have to buy a new one entirely. Oh, I, that's my favorite thing, uh, the fact that we're talking about the gym. My favorite thing is that whenever I've been to the gym, I've, in my years, I've bought maybe 17 different locks. Ooh, I've only had two. <laughs> So you're winning. We have one on our cage <laughs> at the apartment we're at right now, obviously. And the code is bossy. I love that. Not bussy. Mm-mm. And you tried for bussy, but it was taken. It was taken on the yeah, lock. It was taken. <laughs> um, so you didn't go to the gym. I didn't go to the gym. So I've done nothing really with my time. But that's okay. I, well, we were supposed to go see a movie this weekend. True. But obviously we're all very busy. Isn't it crazy how we were like... As soon as things open, we're going. Bus club, another club, bus. Yes, Jim. Another lock. For the most part, we've done a lot. Yeah. Like, we've been catching up. Yeah. But also, like, in a way, in the best way, I'm almost overwhelmed to, like, go pick what I want to go see. I know. And, like, do I have time to go to the gym and then do this and then do that? The answer is maybe not. I don't know. But that's going to be the fun part over the next little while. Creating and establishing that schedule. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of schedules, mm. I think we're both coming into this podcast today aware of the fact that we haven't really watched anything. We're not lovesing a lot of things in, in the past week because we have had a lot going on. I've been so busy. I know that you have. You've been busier. I know that I have. You put up your speedo picture on every platform (laughs) I've I've blasted it out into the public not Facebook I mean not Facebook I would not do that to my my friends and family on Facebook oh my god when are you gonna credit me I know I for taking that picture (laughs) and I told you that I would give you 10% Mm. of the return profits (laughs) well I 
I went to, we all went to the beach like a few weeks ago yeah. for a friend's birthday. This Hi, Adam. The truth. It, I only tell the truth and <laughs> 14 <bet>. lies. <laughs> and before we went to the beach, I've told this story 15 times mm-hmm. already, I ran to Urban Outfitters down near where I live. I'm really just giving out a location at this point. Yeah. And I said, give huh. me the Gen Z starter pack. So yeah. I got a bucket hat and I got mm-hmm. the trendy, the trendy, the trendy glasses. <laughs> Gen Z? Mama, this is trendy. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got two disposable cameras. Oh, yeah. That was the best purchase that you made of that day. Thank you so much. And I love the bucket hat and everything else you just listed, but the disposable... Thank you. I mean... I mean, look at the material of the pictures that we got. Look at the photos. <laughs> so I've taken it upon myself this summer to be a cliche, but also... I know it's like a kind of important summer because, you know, we didn't really get to have a real, real one last year. It's monumental. It's monumentous. Monumentous. New York City. Monumental. But I want to capture our memories. Yes. In a way that is better than your phone. Because I got the pictures today. Obviously, I sent them yeah. through in the group, in the GC. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow. Those are good. <laughs> Am I maybe Julia Robertson closer? <laughs> Julia Roberts and stepmom, I think. <laughs> well, I'm always Julia Roberts and stepmom. <laughs> and I was like, isn't it so crazy we take 15,000 pictures on our phone yeah. and then this one picture I take of you, every picture I've taken of you have been gorgeous. Thank you. And I'm like, wow. It's the truth. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny beauty when it's there. When it's right, it's right. When that Speedo that you spent an X <laughs> amount of money on is sitting. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Jordan asked today, he was like, what website did you order your Speedo from? And I was like, this one right here. And I sent it along. (laughs) And then I knew, I knew when I sent it, I was like, I'm going to get a comment about the price of the Speedo. No, you told me the price at the island. And I fudged it a little bit. I said it was about $20 cheaper than what I paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say this in front of your face and on this (laughs) microphone. And I mean it with all due because I love you. You're cheap. I think frugal, frugal is a better sorry. word than cheap. I just, I like to hold on to my money. No, you do. I, I don't. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. And I've been in a mood right now, and I think it's like post-pandy-ish, if you can Spend. even call it post-pandy. Like, I just want to like, yeah. I'm just like retail therapy for a cliche word. Enjoy like, the finer things. Sure. Like yeah. a $20 speedo off ASOS. Why not? That's, that's a splurge right there yeah and then i bought another one and now we're just talking about buying speedos so this is getting more and more cliche it's getting very intimate and it's getting very uh complimentary to our beauty how did you feel speaking of your beauty (laughs) yeah and your booty putting up that speedo picture because we're not those yeah we just don't do that always i'm not the kind of girl typically to to i did that photo yeah but i was like you know what been a while since I had posted on the gram and your, just your body like, yeah it's nice for body confidence I think that's so good yeah and I felt the same until I looked at the pictures of me and mine and I said those pictures were good though I took I know. probably 55 eight, 89 <laughs> photos and you didn't post one no I'm gonna you're gonna wait for the I'm right gonna post it but I'm also like this is so embarrassing to talk about all this kind of stuff right now, but it's fine. But it's real. It's a real it's conversation. Real. Yeah, you know, I like them. I just, I think I gotta, I've never, if you're on my close friends list, which you're not, thank you. 
it's just for thirst. Keep it in it. I don't think you need to see that <laughs> every day. That's okay. I understand. <laughs> I just have, like, I always think, like, you know, my mom's following me and my aunts and mm-hmm. my cousins, and I really don't care about yeah. them in an Instagram sense. And then I'm like, you know, one day I'm just going to snap yeah. and just hit post. And then put the phone down. And then they're going to have to look at my cheeks. Yeah. You'll deal with the consequences later. I think it's sick. I think it's uh, it's sick, but it's also <laughs> completely understandable as yeah. well. I wasn't as worried about posting that one photo that you uh, so beautifully took of me. Thank you. Because I think it wasn't as like, I am wearing a Speedo as no. some other moments could have been. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to get an earful from Joan. My, my mom or yeah. my boss or anything like that. <laughs> not, not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing too, right? Like, yeah. You did post it on Twitter, too, so I think you got the courage. Well, Twitter is a different audience, I think. Swimsuits, am I right? Summer. We wanted today's episode, and I'm saying this out of turn because I don't think we discussed it, but you did text me this. You want to do a slasher episode. Yes, I do. I know. I was worried there. I was like, what did I text you? (laughs) And I'm rubbing my eyes looking like I'm crying. (laughs) Do you want today's episode? This is our pink table talk. (laughs) So... An upcoming episode will probably be the slasher things. We just have yeah. to like really sit down and rummage through the chaos of our lives and pop in those Blu-rays or click play. Of which we have a lot. I just ordered the new House of Wax. Oh my god, yeah, you sent me that like Blu-ray thing. How special are the features? When I tell you I haven't opened it yet. Okay. Okay. Is and it here in the flesh? It's physically here we in the flesh. We could do an unboxing. <laughs> And I just like crinkle the plastic. Yeah, this is our ASMR of unboxing. Oh my god, that's exciting! I, it is actually exciting. I also haven't bought a Blu-ray in maybe a hundred years. I can't remember the last one that I did. And you know me, uh-huh. physical media is the best. Haunts these walls of this yeah. house, but <laughs> it is the best. And I was like, you know, it's nice to have. Mm. It's really pretty. That's my story. I remember, like, when I was much younger, and I would just make the most impulsive of purchases for movies that I hadn't even seen. Oh, same. I still have, you know, the movie Martyrs, that no. French horror movie that was like, no, yeah, it was like supposed to be very intense, and everyone was talking about it in 2010, and I, I bought it, and I still have it completely unopened. Oh yeah, same. And I also bought uh, Sofia Coppola's Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, very unopened. Just that was recent ish. It was 2013, I think. Yeah. Or 2012. Never maybe mind. 2011. Yeah. No. No. Because 2013 would have been the bling ring. And this was before the bling ring. So I no, think it wasn't. Was, oh, yeah. 2013 yeah. was the bling ring. Because yeah, I remember that teaser very well. Yep. You're doing it. For those who can't see Jordan, he's doing the Emma Watson <laughs> tongue dance slow motion. Where is Emma Watson? She tweeted a little while ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was like, I'm not dead. She's like, if your source and news for facts mm-hmm. and information come directly from me, no one else. Yeah. Which I kind of appreciated. And she had a moment with Little Women, which also, there was a thing, this, did you see that? No. That Emma Stone was supposed to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Emma Watson's yeah. role in Little Women. And then she turned it down to do Cruella. Yes, because there was a filming overlap. Yeah. 
But Emma Watson to have taken... Sorry, Emma Stone to have taken Emma Watson's part. It was strange to begin with. Because Emma Watson's part in Little Women is so... It's important to the story, but I think it's very small. My darling husband. Like, it's very, like... I can't picture Emma Stone in that role. I would love to see the British accent. No one in that movie was British. I'm so sorry. All the actors were not American. Like, Laura Dern is did American. Did you not see a little bit of the British accent coming out? <laughs> a little bit. Guys, before we started recording today, I spent maybe half an hour trying to put two mics together. And I almost picked up this table and threw it at Josh. Almost. But that didn't happen. <sighs> but I do remember that like Little Women press tour. Remember how awkward that was? Where Emma just said, I'm Emma, good. Yeah, she's like, babes. I vibes. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, I sent this in the GC too, that uh-huh. I've been watching Vanity Fair's a lady who assesses accents in different movies. Yes, yeah. And I sent it to you mm-hmm. and Chris Hanna. And there's two videos of them. Mm-hmm. She drags Rachel McAdams in the notebook. Oh, I think that's fair. A hundred percent. Yeah. Where she very much goes, this is a Canadian doing an American accent, and then not on top of an American accent, doing like a Southern accent. And then she doesn't, she drags, um, what's his name, who's in Ocean's Eleven? Um, George Clooney. No. Matt Damon. No. Um, The actor's name? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Who does like a. It's a British accent from somewhere. I know Connor is probably listening to this and being like, you guys are screwing everything up. I love like Connor. But like, it's, it was just interesting to watch because whatever you're watching, and I know you fancy yourself someone who is a bit of an accent snob in yeah. the best way. Yeah. And you can do a many. Thank you. But I was like, oh, I would have never really sat there. Picked up on. The, the Rachel McAdams faults in her accent. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, really praised Meryl's accent in The Iron Lady, which was fascinating because I oh. think there's a distinction between... Do we think Meryl's performance in The Iron Lady is great? No. Mm-hmm. Is her accent good? Yes. yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, her accent is hammy and over-the-top, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, the wrong accent. Accent. And her then, performance is hammy and over-the-top. Yes. The teeth. Got her the Oscar. Honey. Honey. Teeth. Look at this. Yeah. And then she did, she assessed Mrs. Delph, uh, Robin Williams' Mrs. Delphire mm. accent. I wasn't. It, she was more like, obviously it's Robin doing yeah. like a culmination of like 17 different places in one to make it like a little Irish, a little British, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And then I was sitting on the couch watching her watch them. And then I, by myself in this house, was like, when she was assessing Blake Lively's accent in the, in the town, uh-huh. and she'd be like, you know, like the ahs are like, you go ah, ah, not ah. And I was like, oh my God. I was just sitting on the couch, like trying to mimic what she was <laughs> yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, you really, once you get into it, like once you get into studying this certain accent of someone you're watching on the TV, or for me, anyways, I'm like, I will just repeat this back in the shower. Well, I was gonna say, so for those who don't know, obviously, Josh as my friend and all of our friends loves to do an accent but it's I mean that in not like a gross way I'm cheap and I'm offensive in how I tackle every accent no but like he'll try an Australian (laughs) accent and it won't be like a party 
trick, mm. but it's like, you know, for referencing Real Housewives of Melbourne, yeah. he can do it. Anyway, what are your favorite on-screen <laughs> accents? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is hard. You know how much I'm obsessed with any time, like, an English or Australian does an American accent. Like, yes. I'm just always obsessed with, like, how hard are they going with their... The hard R's. The hard R's. <laughs> and I, I've always been very fascinated in, like, the Kate Winslet's and the yes. Tony Collette's who people will go, oh, I had no idea that they were not American. Tony Collette is one of the actors, and we've said this a hundred times, where I honestly, growing up, I just didn't know. Yeah. Like, because I hadn't been properly introduced no, to her also, good. but when I've seen her in just like North American movies I'm like oh obviously she's American yeah and she also did Kate Winslet's Kate Winslet's accent in Titanic oh okay because I was going to bring up another Kate Winslet which one Steve Jobs oh my god yes I think that is the (laughs) that is the accent girl from the past like 10 years where it goes backwards as the movie is going forward she's just doing it's very Mrs. Doubtfire where she's just pulling in certain things from different places but I can't even say if it's wrong or not because I don't even know. I need her, this lady, to do one video just on that movie. I'm curious if somebody has done that. They must have. Yeah. I didn't realize because in Titanic they're both playing Americans mm-hmm. in whenever the Titanic happened, the 30s? Uh, no, 1917. 1996. Yeah. Okay. The 30s. 1917. Well, like I said last podcast, Wait, I don't know anything. Maybe it was 1912. You're right. I think it was it was definitely in the teens. Twenty twelve. Twenty. It was twenty twelve. It was a great year, <laughs> except if you were the Titanic ship. And they, the they, the clip they chose is when Kate is hanging over the railing in the red dress, and her full real voice comes out on like three words, and she didn't drag her, but she, oh, she actually dragged Nicole Kidman in the beguiled. Oh, see. I never actually watched The Beguile, but I watched enough. We saw it in theaters together. The Beguile? Yes. Oh my god, wait. I, for some reason, thought you were talking about the, what was the Gold? HBO show that she just did? The Oh, The Undoing. Like, there's so many strange... Well, The Undoing birds. is fascinating, because, mm-hmm. like, I think she's supposed to be in New York. Well, mm-hmm. it is set in New York, but I think the character is also born in New York. Yeah. That accent she did is not born in New York. I mean, like, Nicole, with all of her parts, you're I always like, it. is this intentional or unintentional? Like, remember Big Little Lies? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we remember Big Little Lies. But, like, her accent in that show, the way it slips in and out yeah. of Australian and American. Well, it's hard, as my friend <laughs> from the Vanity Fair interview, whose name I'm forgetting, but, like, God bless. Yeah. She was, <laughs> like, sometimes for, like... British and Australian people, it's wrapping their tongue around the R's in words. Mm. So she also, and I never even realized this, Rose Byrne's accent in Bridesmaids, her American accent, mm. is really, really good. Yeah. And she was, she was, there, the clip was the, the Bridesmaid speech. Mm-hmm. And anyway, this is a very long story, but that was great. She also loved Lindsay Lohan in The Parent Trap. Oh, well, you know what? I guess considering how young Lindsay was, yeah. That was pretty decent. It's a decent. great accent. And normally, I'm the type of person that when I hear an American or, like, North American actor doing a British accent, I cringe. But it's also, like, it's not a serious movie. No. The Parent Trap. So, yeah. like, you can, there's a little brevity with, like, how, are we going to sit here and sit Lindsay Lohan down at 10 years old and be like, <laughs> all right, 
I have notes. Honey, you're really not hitting those R's. But also to be that age and to like presumably have gone to an accent yeah. teacher to like work with that. Yeah. I can barely speak mm-hmm. English. Welcome to me. Great movie. Mm. Um, okay. Mm. So back to the topic. <laughs> yeah. Which is no topic. Mm-hmm. What slasher's movie, slasher movies do you want to watch? Okay. This is a preamble until we actually watch things. I mean, I do want to kind of do... I feel like I've been missing a lot of the classics mm-hmm. from like long ago. Like I really want to do more of like the Argento stuff or Argento. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying his name, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I think the the '80s era. Yeah. I can like, truthfully say that I've never seen. Oh my god. Friday the Thirteenth. Uh huh. Or most of those sequels, but I'm also not itching to watch that either. If that makes sense. I went through a phase. A few months ago, where I watched a bunch of the Friday the Thirteenth sequels, mm-hmm. and I watched like. Jason Goes to Space, Jason X. But I'm, I agree with you. I think I've done a bit more studying in the 80s stuff than mm-hmm. you have, and maybe the earlier stuff too, but like, we're very well versed, obviously, in yeah. the 90s revamp of the Sasha genre. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we're, our lives are bookended with Scream and Scream 2. Mm-hmm. What I will say about the Friday the 13th movies is that they're not for me. I kind of agree with that already for myself. Because, like, on paper and visually, they're for me. Mm-hmm. But in the series, where the Halloween movies are all for me, yeah, and I love the Halloween sequels, I Will Die for Halloween 2, H2O, Season of the Witch. I've not seen Season of the Witch either. So, obviously, as we all know, it's not actually a Michael Myers Halloween movie, yeah. but I think you'll like it. Yeah. It's a detective movie. Okay. Okay. Have you seen... Four? No. Five? No. Okay. I've really just seen Halloween. Halloween 2? Yes. Yes. And then um, Halloween Tyra Banks edition. Yeah, Resurrection. H2O. H2O. Zombie. Uh, I tried it and I knew within 20 minutes I was like, this is a movie that I'm going to hate, so I'm going to leave. You left the theater? I left (gasps) the pirated version of the movie that I downloaded. (laughs) (laughs) I promptly shut my laptop. I have the Halloween box set, and it comes with, unfortunately, Rob Zombie's 1 and 2. I, I just don't need it. I don't need that point of view. And I know there's people who are like, no, 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 no. Like, honestly, yeah. it's not bad. I don't need the 40-minute backstory on Michael. Truly, I have never really been interested in the world of prequels, <laughs> because I don't care, really. What makes so many of these things and people scary to me in the movies is just not knowing why they're doing what they're doing. I don't well, need to see Leatherface's beginnings oh, as no. a child or whatever. Well, we get enough of Michael's backstory in the first Halloween when yeah. it's the kid point of view. Yeah. It's the camera is him mm-hmm. and he kills his sister. Yeah. And then I was like, got it. Demented child. All I need to know. Let's get to Lori and her big jeans and her big hair. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Where's the fashion? Where are the friends smoking the cigarette? Just like, just touching the <laughs> yes. lips. Just those friends in Halloween. <laughs> Are so dumb. Yeah. And Laurie hates her friends. I'm, her friends hate her. Not once does it make sense that they hang out together. Not, there's not one moment. I'm like, okay, well, sure. I like the friends. I like Lori. Love Lori. They don't belong together. Michael did her a favor. Michael said, I see that you just don't know how to say no to people in your life. And I, I gotta to clear through your friends list. We gotta, little sis. We gotta pick some off, babe. <laughs> 
Um, but I will say what I'm interested in, like these new Halloween sequels, they're really kind of leaning into Kyle like, the devil of it. Yeah, in the Kyle Richards, but like the the evil of it all. It's not just like he's a human man. They're like, no, he is beyond. Yeah, and he is unfixable. With, yeah, like there's demonic. something demonic about yeah. him. I think that's Without getting to supernatural elements. Yeah, it's like flirting with the supernatural while not committing to it. I mean, Michael is supernatural just given how much he has survived. And yeah. also, look how much we talk about this and not the Friday the 13th movies. This it's, is what I'll always say. Jason's boring. I think the first one is fine and the second one is fine. And mm. I want to rewatch the remake. Of Friday? Yeah. I remember I saw that in theaters and I thought the first 20 minutes were great. That's how I feel a little bit about the Nightmare remake as well, which I actually don't hate. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that, but I would want to rewatch that. You and Rooney Mara have not seen it in a very long time. We're both taking micro naps <laughs> and shopping yeah. drug mart. Just struggling. I feel like some people, though, actually have an issue with the new Halloween movies because maybe they go into the dark night. Like, it's not even fun and cheesy anymore. Yeah. It's so serious. We built the fire basement. That's kind of what I want. Yeah. I want Judy Greer in a Christmas sweater. Well, I always want that. It's always what I need. Yeah. What about, um, I feel like I know how you think about this movie, but the Texas Chainsaw remake? Oh, oh. Yeah. One of my favorite remakes. Jessica Biel, who so good. can go sit in a corner <laughs> with her husband. She ate that movie. She said, there's not going to be a single crumb left. She said, Leatherface, I got this. No survivors, no crumbs. I want to go back in time to 2004 or whenever that came out. 2003. Yeah. I'm always like, just a little bit off. Just a little bit. But I'm close. Yeah. We played that game once, me and Sasha, where I was like, okay, ask me a movie title and I can tell you when it was released. Uh And I got, I think I'm making it up here, at least 9 out of 10 of them correct. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, Jessica Biel's casting in that and also that movie mm-hmm. is the only way I want those I wanted those remakes to work yeah because I love the original Texas Chainsaw and I mm-hmm. love that one they're yeah. both the same movie but they're both fun and it was um, a hit like roasted by the critics though oh absolutely but I'm like if I were to rewatch it now so I... was House of Ox so was oh, I yeah. Know What You Did Last Summer they just it wasn't they didn't understand it I mean is I Know What You Did Last Summer a good movie no is no. it a great movie? Yes. yes. Exactly. It, yeah, it makes you think of like, how are we examining horror movies? Like, have you seen the original House of Wax? No, but like Vincent Price, yeah. Black and White. Like, I am. So spooky. So like, spooky. No, no, I haven't. I so should. it's literally not what the remake is. No. <laughs> at all. Well, like, it's like 13 Ghosts as well. Oh my god, have I seen 13 Ghosts? I don't think like so. Like the original? No, no. Yeah, but you've seen the, you've seen think so yeah i think we i think we watched it together we have shannon elizabeth um running around oh maybe house maybe that movie i mean come on now it's terrible but it's so stupidly fun and fucked up okay i want to rewatch i'm in a mood i'm really in a mood for horror right now oh my gosh you have to find a way of watching this oh i will but like I try to save my horror for October because mm-hmm. what I used to do and now that I'm almost 31 perhaps you've heard yeah we have. I don't have the energy no but I used to do like 
a movie a day in yeah. October, like the 31 days, 31 days of horror. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to now start September 15th because I need like a little bit of a lead up. I'll start in August. I don't care. Well, it's the same with like Christmas movies. Well, I don't. I'll start playing Christmas movies in October. Mama, November first, I am putting that tree up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Lights on. Light it up. Let's go. Yeah. Um, because I bought the House of Wax Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I want to. I'm really pining to watch. I know what you did last summer because it just passed the anniversary, and also yeah. that qualifies itself as a summer. I think you slasher. missed your chance on July fourth to watch it. I know, I watched Jaws instead, which is also a, July 4th. That's a good movie. one. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to watch that one again. 13 Ghosts, I will watch it with you. Oh my god. Let me know. We need to have a horror movie night. Yeah. And people who don't want to be there, one of them lives in this house with me, yeah. don't don't have to come at all. <laughs> yeah. I only want no flops. Yeah. Just my girls. If you don't want to be here, then leave. <laughs> Honestly, he's gotten better. Yeah, he has. I remember. Um, he has. Well, I think was it. I don't think it was the first time I met him. Obviously, one of the first times. One of the first yeah. times we yeah. watched Black Christmas. Yeah, and I was just gonna get to Black Christmas. Yeah. Well, we watched the the, the second, the, the first. No, we watched the first remake. Yeah, we watched that one. So, I can say this for both of us: mm-hmm. we both love the first Black Christmas remake. It's so terribly bad, but but that's. That's how I want a bad remake to yeah. be. Not the other Black Christmas remake, which is oh literally not even in the same world. Like, I'm sorry. I was so excited when they announced that they were remaking it again. Why? I was like, yes, because I love a good, like, Christmas set same. slasher. But I want something else. I want a trailer with la 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 yeah. playing yeah, while yeah, like, yeah. people are running screaming. Krampus? Not a slasher. I've warmed to Krampus. A I'm bit. warming to it as yeah. well. Yeah, and I think. If I were to watch it again this upcoming holiday season, and I you were probably, smacked, and I was smacked to bits, baby, <laughs> baby, come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I rewatched Black Christmas probably December. Yeah, the for original. Yeah, incredible. So good, and filmed right up the street. It's so good, mm-hmm. so good, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's gotten such praise. Obviously, everyone commends it, and also like it's one of the iterations of the slasher genre yeah but even then i don't think halloween will always get so much attention Mm -hmm. and it deserves obviously but i just want um michelle trachenberg in black christmas remake one to get her flowers she needs to come back in like the fourth remake as the house mother (laughs) she needs like the who was it in the in the first remake of it it was andrea martin yes yeah and no, wait, Andrea's... Oh, yeah, Andrea in the was first in remake. the original one, yeah. and then she and then was she's in, in the, the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need any carryover from the third remake. You casted that first remake. I did. I was like, okay. Michelle Trachenberg. Yeah. Andrea Martin. Yeah. There was... Lacey Schubert. Uh, Schubert. Yeah, Lacey. Schubert. Schubert. <laughs> there was... Um, Rainbow Flavor. Not that. No. Not this. <laughs> there was... Uh, so, <sighs> Crystal Lowe is the name of the actress who was in Final Destination 3. Yes. And so, she was cast in Black Christmas. And I remember because... Okay, I'm, I would have been like 16 and I think Crystal Lowe had like an official website and because I was a stupid horror loving gay I was like, it was like send an email to Crystal and so I sent an email to Stop. Crystal being like loved you in Final Destination 3 and it was a hotmail address and she was of like course. thanks so much XO and I was like this is <laughs> this is celebrity <laughs> I have hit the pinnacle of success yeah. Yeah. that's me at the Jennifer body, Jennifer's Body mm-hmm. TIFF premiere Jennifer Body that Mama 
She ate the blood. <laughs> yeah, she did. I was at the premiere, and this was before I was like writing for websites yeah. and like being a real person. And I just did celebrity sightings, and I'm not proud of my past, but it does exist. You were on Harriet the Spy. Mama, I was over that fence, book first, yeah. and I said, <laughs> Meg, let's go. Get me your pen. So you have her autograph? I have her autograph in Diablo Cody's book, which I also brought, mm. and then Diablo signed. And I hate saying all of this sentence right now, but it's fine. And then Megan signed her Rolling Stone article. So when yeah. you say you love Jennifer's body, I say, I see that. And I raise you. And I you. raise you my Rolling yeah. Stone autograph by Megan wow. Fox. Wow. I only have a Samuel L. Jackson autograph. And where did you get that? That was, it was at TIFF. And Stop. I Stop. Went- dragged my mom into the city because again I was in high school and I dragged her to the city and we got in the rush line for Christopher Guest's For Your Consideration oh my god that's a hundred years ago yeah so we were the first ones in line because I was like we have to leave early we have to get there early and so when the red carpet started like I went over and I watched them all arrive and then Samuel L. Jackson was signing things and yeah we got it we saw the movie and everything so that's iconic I know I'm proud. I well, we can actually get to Tiff now, which Tiffany. is Miss Tiff. Miss Tiff, it's happening in person this year. I know, and this is very Toronto specific and like festival people specific. Yeah. But obviously, last year it happened virtually. This year, I think it's a culmination of things. But mm-hmm. there are in person screenings. Yeah, I have booked some time off for it. As you should. I'm gonna cry. You have a connection with Tiff. It it that I actually do. It's very much like. When I started to get into, like, mm-hmm. taking myself a bit more seriously and what I like to do more seriously, which still undefined. But, like, yeah, it just, I come alive when that happens mm-hmm. in the city. You know, we've been talking about it for years. I also, yeah, it's just, I'm so excited. I hope it happens. Dancing in those aisles. When you oh, porn. God. It just, last year was hard because... Yeah. I just was it, there's a there's a vibe in this city that does not exist for film people mm-hmm. like until TIFF happens and when you're here when it's like 21 degrees outside at night it gets maybe 15 yeah you know this was pretty really bad climate change now it's just 30 degrees yeah. all 24 hours anyway so <laughs> on to the next not topic of the topic love this without having a topic hot topics do you want to talk about Drag Race real quick let's talk about Drag Race real quick okay what are your thoughts? Okay, so the most recent episode was. Um, can you can before you get to where you're going? Can you also mention what I said before the lip sync and then when you're telling the story? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, go. So basically, in, in the most recent episode, which we can talk about the elimination if we want to talk about the elimination, but the judging of it all was a little bit suspicious for me, and ultimately the winner of the challenge was Miss Minge. Yes. Who listen? I like. Miss Minge, I think she is a great queen, and I'm always rooting for her. I don't know if I necessarily agreed with the win this week. I thought it kind of came of left field. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody felt the same way who was watching. Yes. But then, so she's about to lip sync, and I'm watching with Jordan, and Jordan is like, I don't, I don't really want to see this. I'm not that interested in watching this lip sync. And I forget who it was. They said... But Ginger's funny. And then Jordan's like, I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh. Cut to Jordan, I think at this point, has probably watched the lip sync more times than 
All of us combined. More times than the people who had to edit it together. Yeah. I have watched it 65 <laughs> times. I had people over here on Saturday cut to me at 2.30 a.m. saying, Josh was still here, mm-hmm. and me saying, one more time, yeah. let's just watch it again. <laughs> Jordan has the choreo down, Matt. He knows was, every move. I was listening to that, the Lizzo song that they listened to at the gym today. Where the hell my phone? Where is my phone? And I was doing the choreo. There is no choreo. But there's moves. That lip sync is my favorite lip sync. And I know the Laganja TKB one was like Mm. also amazing. But this, I said it and I didn't want funny. And I got funny and that's what I wanted. (laughs) Because I think in the past there have been like funny lip syncs that I don't think were funny. Like I'm thinking of um, like Shangela's like bodysuit that, that she so wore and then I'm sure Trinity the Tuck had a couple of Oh, the one where she ones. was dressed as the old person? Yeah. Not I don't need. No. I don't need but the Minch knows how to make, make me laugh. She made me laugh. Uh, Mayhem made me laugh. Mm. Together they made me laugh. Yeah. Minch looked great. Yeah. I was just so caught off guard but like you said the judging once again wackadoo. Wackadoo. The challenge Trauma on trauma. <laughs> Mrs. RuPaul said, I am ringing everyone out here. I want tears. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got that, like, Monique moment, which was really great for, like, don't let your younger self make decisions for who you are now. Sweet. And by Momi- Monique, I mean Kylie Sonique. <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Literally, Josh was staring at me like, Monique. Who? <laughs> um, Kylie Monique love. I can't. I tried to set up those two mics and it really just stirred me. <laughs> um, so that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I think. So the judging was weird. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where we go from here. I was fine. Actually, I wasn't fine with Scarlett going home. I think we're making it a bit bigger of a deal mm. than it actually is. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought Jan was going to go as I called it two weeks ago. Yeah. But that didn't happen. No. Um,. I think that's it for Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, I think my thoughts on Scarlett is, like, I, I really feel like she was just cast by the producers to be the filler of the season. Like, yeah. they did not care at no. all about she her. She looked great. She always looked great, but some things just were not meant to be. But it is interesting that, I don't know if you watched and talked but, like, the votes from the other queen, it was a yes. tie. Yeah. So I'm like, what would have happened? What would have happened if Mayhem had won? I would like to know that. We will never know that. Potomac. Yes, let's move on to our our houses. So you haven't texted me about Potomac, and I know you so well in our friendship that oh oh no, I'm I'm reacting already. I know. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to judge you. Mm-hmm. When you don't text me about something, it doesn't it mean, usually means you're not enamored. Listen, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I am. I know I'm right. What I'm learning is that even when Potomac is not great, it is still one of the best. So I really enjoyed the first episode, and I had a good time with the second episode. Do I think anything has happened that I'm like, this is iconic? iconic? Not so much, but I still am really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. It came out strong with mm-hmm. that first episode. Yes. Like, sing, sing. That was what some seasons happen. How does my tongue work? That was that as much season happen. That was as much plot and catastrophe mm-hmm. in one episode that usually happens across one season. Well, it's like these women actually know how to show up to work. Correct. And they actually 
know how to work with their dynamic and their relationships in such a way where I just have to give them every ounce of respect that I can. I agree. I, I'm also, I know a lot of people are not enjoying Wendy. I'm enjoying Wendy for being a shitster. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like she thinks Mia is coming for the new girl gig. Yeah, yeah. So I think the interpersonal like politics of the show is what she's reacting to yeah. rather than Mia herself. I think you're very right with that. Of course. I like, it's funny because in the first episode I was like, Wendy's going to have a great second season. And then the second episode happened and I was like, I don't know if she's going to have a great second season, but she will have an active second season. She is participating. Yeah. And Mia came ready. Mia did come ready. I was pleasantly surprised with her. She seems very studied. When she said that she had four boobs. <clears throat> Funny. Fantastic. Funny. Don't get it, but great. I didn't get it either. And I did like how uh, in her argument with, with Wendy and Wendy was like, like, get your finger out of my face. And Mia was like, well, it's in your face. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Obsessed. Love that. Obsessed with Ashley Darby and uh, Candy Gal just being reactionary people in that one fight. Yeah, just holding their drinks. They didn't care. Um, have you listened to Candy Gal's song? <laughs> Not yet. I'm sure you have. I have. And you know what? I actually like it. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say this on this podcast. Candace deserves everything and she puts in the work as a housewife and the hate that she gets is not fair because if she was boring y'all would hate her Mm -hmm. she shows up every episode every season she's funny she opens her scenes singing yep hello she exits her scenes singing good night (laughs) what more do you want like I can tell you what I don't want. Uh-oh. I don't want any more scenes of her being an actress and talking about... Oh, no. That I don't care I about. don't need that. No. But that's, She is good. That's also how I feel about, like, Luann. I know everyone thinks it's funny when she sings. It was. Yeah. Like, when she lays down the track for Money Can't Buy You class yeah. with that coked-out producer, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Allegedly. Yeah. Um... Allegedly. What? Oh, Beverly Hills very quickly. Um... Okay, so I'm going to start with this one. Start it. So I remember seeing the preview for this past episode. Yeah. The episode before that, that's how previews work. And it showed the tears. And I go, wow, holy heck. This is real. Mm -hmm. She's really gone through it. Mm -hmm. Then I watched the scene. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. What I'm going to say is that, and I know... There are different arguments to be made here about mm-hmm. the mascara. I just feel it was intentional. Okay? And I think... I'm not done. No. Hold on. One more thing. This performance she's putting on is one of the greatest acts I've ever seen. It's captivating. Oh, I'm enthralled. I don't believe her. As I said, I don't pick a side. I, do the, I mean, the side to pick is obviously... <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't believe her. I definitely think she did it. But I'm not picking a side. I believe the victims, of course. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. But I'm saying, like, I'm not going to sit here and say how much she's involved or not involved. Yeah. I don't... Whatever. What I'm seeing on my screen as a reality TV performance was worth the five years of nothing. Yeah. To give us this orchestrated, almost uh, camp, level of camp mess. Collapsing. How do you feel? Oh, it's so complicated. Like, I wish I was the type of person who could just be like, guilty. Yeah. 
and I thought I was going to be that kind of person going into the season, but it's so hard for me when I see like a scene of her like breaking down. I'm like, oh, but like, what if this is what if this is the truth? Like, what if? I don't know. I know. I would be a terrible juror for that reason. I did not see it ending this way. way. Okay. But I will say that it has me captivated. I'm finally... No, ma'am. Interested. No, ma'am. Um, I'm finally interested in this Erica story because I didn't care about the divorce. Yeah. What I do care about... Is the performance. Orphans and Widows. Okay. I also want to say something. Say it. Everyone's saying, where's Dorit? And I'm saying she's there. Is it as much as I'd like to see? No. But is it just enough? When we have other people who are doing a lot of the lifting... Everybody's doing the work except yeah. for Dorit, which is fine. I also do think she's taking a bit of a backseat because, like, I mean, we don't know what they're hiding over there. I know. So I think she's like, I'll just lay in the shadow. Let no, me know I'm this good, honey. Out. I'll yeah. just be on the balcony. I'll like, show you my Christmas trees. Yeah. <laughs> but when That's she's true. there talking about Nectaria, I'm in. Mm-hmm. She is delivering in her own small way. I'm not mad at it. But overall, loving it. You know what I loved? What? Not having a topic today. You know, we shoot the shit. <laughs> it's like not hot topics. It's like warm topics. This is like when Joy hosts The View and Whoopi's out there. Yeah. We, we, had we don't no, need a moderator. <laughs> we had no guiding light yeah. at all. Sometimes you just have to find yourself without one. That's what I've been trying to do for 31 years. Um, Josh, I'm going to have two mics set up the next time you come to my house. You know what? I would love to see it. And if not... Me too. No pressure. No, there's pressure on me. Um, this has been a joy. Yes. I love you. Thank you, Joy. I love you too. Thank you. Did you... Oh. <laughs> um, thanks everyone for listening. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.